friends, and welcome to my treehouse. My name is Miss Adventure, and I'm so glad you're here with me today. You can grab a hold of the rope ladder and climb on up to join me. Watch your step and grab a cushion to sit on. Here at Miss Adventure's treehouse, I love having fun, being silly, sharing stories, making new friends, and in the process, learning what makes Jesus so special and what makes us so special to him. I have two very special guests with me today that I want you to meet. They're going to help me share my story today. Their names are Samuel Hi. and Amelia. Hi. They are my favorite kids in the whole world. Want to know why? Because they're my kids. Today's a special day for us to get to share a story together. Can you think of anything special that you've done with your parent just because you're their kid? I can remember one time when I was little. My dad took me out to a special dinner. We dressed up in our best clothes. It was so fancy. When we sat down to eat, just me and him, I felt like a queen. We talked and talked and giggled as we ordered our fancy food. I think I had chicken nuggets and french fries. Only the fanciest for the queen. When our food arrived, my dad asked me to pray. At first I was shocked. My dad always prayed, and I listened. I had never prayed out loud before, so we closed our eyes, and my mind went, Ah! God is so big, I thought. He is so good, and I'm not good enough to talk to him. My daddy, yeah, he's big and good, but not me. I'm just a kid that messes up a lot. With our heads bowed, I opened my mouth, and you know what came out? This. For like five minutes. At least it seemed like it. I opened one eye and peeked at my dad, hoping he would get the hint and start praying for me. But he was waiting patiently with his head bowed and eyes closed. So I finally got the courage to open my mouth and say the only thing that came to my mind. God is great. God is food. Let us thank him for our good. <gasps> I quickly said amen and opened my eyes, knowing I had disappointed my dad and even worse, God. I just called him food, for goodness sake. But my dad just gave me an understanding smile and a big hug, and as our dinner came, he told me this story that Samuel, Amelia, and I are about to share with you. If you have ever been afraid to talk to God for yourself because he is too big and you're too small and just not good enough, I hope you learn something amazing about Jesus today that gives you courage as we listen to our story, Rocky Talks. Oh, I almost forgot. I have a favor to ask of you. You know, I don't have an illustrator for my stories. An illustrator is an artist who draws the pictures. Do you think you could use your imagination again and decide what all the characters in our story look like? You can even draw them as we listen if you want to. I know it's a big job, but I think I can count on you. And adults... If your family enjoys our stories, I have a huge favor to ask of you, too. Would you subscribe and leave a quick review wherever you like to listen? That would help us so much to be able to share our stories with more and more friends. All right, friends, let's go. Today's story is called Rocky Talks. Why about this one? Abigail asked as she held up a brown worm, almost as long as her hand, that she found in their backyard garden. Aw, he's cute. But, nah, let's keep looking. 
directed Mikey. They were on a mission this late summer evening, not just to collect critters. They were hunting to find a pet. All seven long years of Mikey's life, or at least as far back as he could remember, he had wanted a pet. Mama, puppy, please? I'm sorry, sweetheart. We can't get a puppy. They have sharp, scary teeth, Mama said first. Mommy, can I get a meow meow? Asked almost three-year-old Mikey. The purr of cats scares me, sweetie, said Mama. It was excuse after excuse. Skunks are too stinky. Gerbils are fidgety. Snakes are too, well, snaky. And kangaroos and dolphins only lived in other climates. Mama had an excuse for every pet Mikey asked for. And that was a lot. 129 to be exact. Mikey had been keeping count. So he was taking matters into his own hands today. I'll find a pet out here that Mama will let me keep. Even if I have to keep it outside where I found it, I'll get to have a pet of my own, he told his little sister. And off they went in search of the perfect pet that Mama couldn't say no to. Except from Abigail's perspective, the perfect pet was nowhere in sight. Ladybug? Nope. Too spotted. Spider? Nope. Too many legs. Bumblebee? Definitely no. Dad was allergic to... Stripes? You were starting to sound a lot like Mama, Mikey. Do you even really want your pet? Asked Abigail as she wiped the mud off her hands. Yes, I do. I'll know the right one when we find it. It'll be special, Abby, just like you, said Mikey as he hugged his sister and headed toward the corner of their backyard. Let's look here. They poured some water to soften the dirt and they each dug their fingers into the mud under the oak tree, searching for anything living and pet-like. Wait, I feel something. I think I found it. Abigail's eyes grew big. What is it, brother? Then squinted as her brow furrowed in confusion. Brother, that's just a dirty old rock. Not your pet. No, Abby, it's perfect. Look at him. He doesn't meow like a cat. He doesn't stink like a skunk. He's small enough to fit inside my hand. I think Mom will let me keep him, said Mikey excitedly. As Mikey ran up the hill toward their house, Abigail shook her head. But you're so weird. Mikey forcefully turned the knob on the water spigot and grabbed the end of the garden hose to give Rocky, yes, he had already given a name to him, his first bath. Mikey had never taken such care cleaning something in his entire life, not even his own body at bath time. He sprayed and sprayed until every last trace of mud was gone to reveal Rocky's beautiful white color. He turned Rocky over and over in his hand, inspecting his oval-shaped body and enjoying the feel of Rocky's smoothness. He had no doubt Rocky was the pet he always wanted, and they would become best friends. The next morning, all Mikey could think about was his new pet. He jumped out of bed with excitement and quickly pulled his sock drawer open. Nestled between pairs of clean white socks, Rocky lay sleeping, or so Mikey imagined. He scooped him up, and after thinking carefully of the best way to share the news with his mom, headed downstairs. Mama? said Mikey cautiously. I know you don't want me to have a pet. But you're going to ask me again anyway, aren't you, kiddo? Well, uh, not really. Kinda? Mom, I found the perfect pet, and I think you'll love him, 
I really want to keep him. Meet Rocky. Mikey thrust his hand out to show off his new pet. Mama jumped back, thinking she was about to meet a grasshopper or a lizard or who knows what, and after a moment was pleasantly surprised to see Rocky. Well, he's cute. How did you come up with such a creative name? Mama said, teasing him. Mikey felt hope welling up inside of him. Maybe she would let him have a pet after all. You'll let me keep him? Mikey said in a squeal. Well, I did say you couldn't have a pet, but I think this one time we can make an exception. Welcome to the family, little Rocky. Yay! Mikey squealed again. Abigail shook her head. I not understand, boy. But there's one stipulation, son. What is it, Mama? Whatever it is, I'll promise I'll do it. You can't leave him lying around the house. You've got to keep him in your room or I might forget and throw him outside while I'm cleaning up one day. Of course, I'll make a special kennel for him in my room. And he'll live there with me. I promise to keep him safe, Mama. He's going to be the best pet ever. Mikey bounded off toward his bedroom with Rocky to get started creating his new home. Hey, Mikey, it's time to go to the grocery store. Mom yelled from another room. Mama, I'll be right there. I'm taking care of Rocky. Wow, Michael. That's what Mama called Mikey when she was really impressed with him. You really are doing a wonderful job with Rocky. Let me show you his new house, said Mikey very proudly. I made the kennel with blocks that I don't use anymore. Then I made him a bed out of these red and blue Legos. Those are his favorite colors. Just like yours, I see, noticed Mama. And I had this extra sock that I had never found a match for, so I made that his blanket. Very nice. And what is this? Oh, that's his food and water. I promise to keep it filled up all the time. Rocky will never go hungry. <laughs> I bet you're right. It looks excellent. Rocky's one lucky pet, said Mama with a little tease in her voice. Are you ready to head to the store? Okay, sure, Mama. Can Rocky come too? Mm, I guess he can come, as long as you keep him in your pocket while we shop. Yay, boy, you get to come too. You're so special, Rocky. My friends don't get to take their pets to the store. The grocery store was only the beginning of Mikey and Rocky's adventures. Rocky went everywhere with Mikey that summer. Mama, I can't float. I keep sinking down to the bottom of the pool. Mikey said, struggling to hold his head up long enough to talk. Did you bring Rocky in your pocket again, buddy? She knew by the look on his face that he had. I know you love him, son, but I guess you'll have to leave him with your towel while you swim. Hey, Rocky, you want to go down to the river and skip some rocks? Rocky's exterior didn't change, but as the words came out of Mikey's mouth, he just knew he had hurt Rocky's feelings. Now, boy, I'm not going to throw you in. You're my best friend. You can sit with me and watch me skip the smaller stones. It's fun. Okay, kids, today we're going to learn how to paint rocks. My friend George is going to be walking around to give a rock to each of you, and I will give you instructions on what to do to start painting it, said the recreation center helper. No thanks, said Mikey as George came near his table. I've got my own rock, he said proudly. While Abigail painted beautiful blue and orange flowers on her rock, Mikey gave Rocky big brown eyes. Now you look more like a pet little guy, he said happily. Rocky even came along on the family vacation. Wow, Rocky, look at that. 
Mikey said as he stepped out of the car to see Mount Rushmore. That's amazing! He and Rocky gazed together at the four humongous United States president's faces that were carved into the side of a great mountain. How did they take something as hard as you, Rocky, and make something that looked so real? Of course Rocky didn't answer, but that didn't stop Mikey from dreaming. Well, hello there, little traveler. Mikey was certain he heard one of the faces on the mountain speak. He shook his head in disbelief. Are you talking to me? He said quietly. Mikey, Mikey, are you awake? Come on, buddy, it's time to go, his dad said. Mikey headed for the car with his family, but kept looking back over his shoulder. Could those men in the rocks be alive? Did they really just talk to me? Hey! That gave him another idea. What if Rocky's alive, too? Rocky was already Mikey's favorite pet, but he longed more than anything to be able to talk with his best friend. To really know him, not just carry him around. Mommy, I got to go potty, said Abigail as they were winding down the mountain road. They pulled into the parking lot of a little shop, but Mikey was still lost in thought. Son, come on out. We need to take a bathroom break. All right, Dad. Sorry. Mikey jumped out of the car and headed inside. After taking care of business, Mikey took a look around the shop. They had trinkets and souvenirs everywhere. Among them, he noticed a small carving that looked just like the four faces on Mount Rushmore. He pulled Rocky out of his pocket. Look, boy, it's the man who talked to me. A tall, slender man with long hair overheard their conversation. Isn't that an amazing mountain, boy? Sure is. You have no idea, he said under his breath. I like your rock there. Is he a pet? Yes, name's Rocky. He held him up proudly to show him off to the man. He's a beauty. I had one myself when I was a kid. Named him Rocco. You know, there's an old wives' tale about rocks like him. Oh, yeah? What is it? Kiss him, hug him, tuck him in tight. That's how you bring a rock to life, he said with a wink and headed back toward the cash register. Come on, Mikey, time to go. If we're going to get back to our hotel before dark, came Dad's voice snapping Mikey out of the whirlwind of thoughts crashing around in his mind. He could hardly wait to get back to their hotel. Can I really bring Rocky to life? And in his thoughts all the way back, he repeated to himself so as not to forget. Kiss him, hug him, tug him, in tight. That's how you bring a rock to life. Mikey grabbed Rocky out of his pocket once they were at the hotel that night and headed for the privacy of the bathroom. He couldn't let anyone else know what he was doing or they would laugh at him. After putting on his PJs, he quietly gave Rocky a kiss and the biggest hug he could give a little rock and then took him to bed and tucked him in tight. Now he lay there wide awake, what felt like all night, wondering if by daylight Rocky would surprise them all. What would Mama think? She couldn't make him get rid of Rocky now with him being alive and all, could she? Would he be able to walk? To talk? Could they have a real conversation? His mind would not quiet down to sleep, so he held Rocky close and daydreamed about what was to come. Sometime in the night, Mikey must have fallen asleep, because he awoke in a start to Mama's voice singing. As she opened the curtain and light flooded into the room, he started to roll over to keep sleeping when he bumped into Rocky and all of a sudden remembered the old wives' tale. Rocky, 
Hey, boy, are you alive? He said with wide eyes, louder than he intended. Rocky sat still, as usual, and watched the hope drain right out of the boy. What's wrong with that boy? Why is he so sad? The rock thought as the boy grabbed him from the bed and looked at him more closely. He's so big, thought Rocky, but so nice and warm. Even if you're not alive, I still love you, Rocky. You are the best pet ever. Mikey whispered, consoling himself. Rocky? My name's Rocky, thought Rocky. Nice, I like it. And who are you? He wondered about the boy. The rest of the day, Rocky spent inside Mikey's pocket. He couldn't see much, but he used his other senses to learn about this new world. He felt the warmth of the boy's leg next to him, and that gave him such comfort. He felt the bumps of the road they traveled down. He listened to the family talk and laugh and sing as they drove home. And at lunchtime, he smelled the most amazing smell. They called it pizza. He was starting to figure out more and more about himself and about the boy. First of all, he learned the boy was his master. And he learned that his name was Mikey, or brother, depending on who was talking to him. He also learned that he, Rocky, was Mikey's cherished pet. It was a day filled with glorious discoveries. As they made it home to their own house that evening, Mikey took Rocky out of his pocket again. There, Rocky learned even more. There were all kinds of new sounds, sights, and experiences for Rocky at home. He'd never seen a TV, or heard a vacuum cleaner, or listened to a book being read. Even the smell of the pages of the book were exciting to him. His mind was overwhelmed with awe at his first day in this new place. Good night, little Rocky, said Mikey as he placed him into his little sock blanket on his Lego bed. Good night, Mikey. Thank you for an awesome day, Rocky thought. As Mikey took a step toward his bed, he turned back around and with a quick move took a marker and drew a crooked smile onto his new friend that matched his own. I love you, Rocky. Rocky slept like, well, a rock that night. He was so exhausted from his adventurous day. That is, until he awoke to a loud noise. What was that? Rocky said, startled, and then he paused. Wait a minute. I can... talk? He said quietly in disbelief, but still not wanting to wake his master. I can't believe this. It's true. I'm talking. Look. Talk, talk, talky, talky, talk, 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 he sang. This mouth Mikey gave me is amazing. It really works. Wait until he hears me. Mikey stirred in bed. Then Rocky realized something. I can't talk to him. He's huge. I'm so little. He can run and play and tell jokes that make people laugh and make amazing things with Legos. He can read a book for crying out loud. All I can do is sit here. Why would he want to talk with me? I have nothing to offer or even talk about with such an amazing master like mine, he said so sadly. That night, he vowed to keep the rest of his words in his mind forever. The storm passed without waking anyone but Rocky. 
Mikey awoke the next morning, visited Rocky's kennel, and couldn't help but smile himself as he noticed the new smile on Rocky's face. You're the best, boy. Before I go back to school in a few weeks, I think we need to work on some training. You'll be here all alone, and you need to have good manners while I'm away. Mikey spent all morning working with Rocky. Sit, good boy, exclaimed Mikey, as if unaware that Rocky had no other option. Roll over, buddy. He directed Rocky next as he gave him a light push that caused him to flip from one side to the other. Excellent job! You're a pro! Mikey's love and attention began to change something inside of Rocky. He realized Mikey wasn't just his master. They were becoming really good friends. Oh, I wish I could tell Mikey how much I love him and how great I think he is, thought Rocky. We could totally be best friends. I could tell him about how happy I am when he trains me. I could tell him about that scary storm. I bet he wasn't afraid and could help me not to be. But Rocky stopped himself mid-thought. No, no, Mikey wouldn't want to talk to me. He's got a little sister and parents and regular kid friends he can talk to. I'm just a rock. I'm not good enough to talk to a person, let alone one as loving as Mikey. Mikey looked intently into Rocky's big, brown, slightly uneven eyes. What's wrong, boy? I wish you could tell me what you're thinking. The tenderness in Mikey's voice and the concern in his eyes almost caused Rocky to break his vow to not speak. But again, fear stopped him. Mikey, can you please come help me? It's an emergency. I need a bandage, Dad said in a panicked voice. Coming, Dad. Mikey jumped up and ran to obey immediately but for the first time in his life, he left his beloved pet on the floor. Rocky sat thinking for a while, with nothing else to do. That's when his thoughts got the best of him. Maybe Mikey doesn't love me. Maybe I am just a boring old rock. What are you doing here, Rocky? Mama wondered as she picked him up and began to carry him back to Mikey's room. I can't believe Mikey left you. Rocky zipped his lips to make sure no words could come out. He loves you dearly. Little Rock, I bet you know more about Mikey than all of us in this house put together. He shares everything with you. I've never seen Mikey love someone or something so much. Really? Rocky thought as Mama laid him gently into his Lego bed. He really does love me? But I'm not important. I can't do anything. Why would he love me? He questioned. But somewhere deep in his heart, he was starting to believe that what she said was really true. Rocky, where are you? Mikey came running into his bedroom. Oh, there you are, buddy. I thought I lost you. I thought Mama threw you outside while I was helping Dad. I'm so glad you're here. He gave Rocky a big squeeze. Rocky took a big breath inside in his mind, of course, and surprisingly found a tiny bit of bravery deep down. Hi, Mikey, he said. Mikey looked over one shoulder, and then over the other. Hi, hi, Mikey, the voice said again. It's, it's me, Rocky. His voice was so shaky, he thought he had surely messed up and blown his chance to impress the boy. Rocky? He rubbed his eyes. Rocky, you can talk? You're alive, I knew it, I knew it. It worked, it really worked. Rocky, oh my goodness. Mikey looked into Rocky's eyes. I love you so much, little buddy. He said, petting him on the head as a tear trickled down his face. 
I, I love you too, Mr. Monkey. <laughs> I mean, um, I'm messing this up. I'll, I'll be quiet. No, Rocky, this is the best day of my life. I've been waiting for you to talk to me. I mean, with me. I just wasn't sure if it could ever be possible. You are so special to me. And I dreamed about this day since the day I found you in the yard. You found me in your yard? Really? Where was I? asked Rocky. Mikey picked up his best friend and gave him a tight squeeze. Come here, I'll show you. From that day forward, Rocky shared everything with Mikey, without fear or worry, just like trusted best friends do. Hey Mikey, I'm really sad. What's wrong, buddy? Mikey, look! That rainbow! It's gorgeous! Wow! Mikey, I'm sorry I hurt your feelings. I didn't mean to. It's okay, Rocky. I forgive you. Hey, Mikey. What kind of rock can fly? What kind? A rocket! <laughs> Get it? A rocket! <laughs> <laughs> I'm scared there's going to be another storm with loud booms, Mikey. And what if one of the booms isn't a storm at all? What if it's a scary rock monster? It's okay, boy. You can sleep next to me tonight. Hey, Mikey? Yes, Rocky? Sometimes, well, I, I just don't feel like you care about me. Oh, Rocky! That's not true. I love you, buddy. And I always will. Thanks, Mikey. I just needed to be reminded. Anytime, buddy. Mikey, you're my bestest friend. I'm so glad you found me. Me too, boy. We're best friends forever. Yeah, best friends forever. Thanks for listening so well with Samuel, Amelia, and me today. You guys are awesome. Thanks. I meant the listeners, but I do think you and Amelia are awesome too, buddy. You did an excellent job today telling our story. Hey, Samuel, would you also like to pray for our listeners before we go? Me pray? Um, I don't know. I'm too nervous. What makes you nervous? Talking to God. He's just so big and I'll mess up. You said you were nervous about talking to him when you were a kid too, right? I sure was. Just like Rocky was scared to talk to Mikey. Did you learn anything from Rocky and Mikey that might help you too? Well, Rocky found some bravery inside of him that helped him talk to Mikey. Can you think of anything that helped Rocky be brave? Oh, I know. I think knowing how much Mikey really wanted to be his friend helped. Yeah, I think that's true. When you know someone really wants to be your friend, it can help you be brave to talk with them. And God wants to be my friend, right, Mom? More than you know, buddy. He took the punishment for all the bad things you've ever done so that he could be your friend. Jesus said, Greater love has no one than this, that someone lay down his life for his friends. He laid down his life for you so you can know that he loves you and wants to talk with you. But what if I don't have the right words or know what to talk to him about? Did Mikey get upset when Rocky stumbled over his words? No, he was excited that Rocky wanted to talk to him. And I know God is the same way when we talk to him. 
It didn't upset him when I messed up and accidentally called him food when I was little. He knows we will mess up sometimes, and that's okay. He really does want us to be close to him, even though we're not perfect. Okay, Mom, I think I can find that bravery, too. I do want to pray for our friends. Wonderful. I know God will be so happy for you to talk with him. God, thank you for our friends that are listening. Help them to be brave, to talk to you like Rocky talked to Mikey, and like I'm talking to you now. I want them to know you. I love you, God. Amen. Amen. I can just imagine God smiling now as you've been so brave to talk with him. Friends, I hope you also can find confidence today to talk to God. Jesus loves you more than you can imagine, and he paid a very expensive price, his life, to be your friend. I hope you enjoy spending time talking to him today. I can't wait for our next story together. I'll see you then. Bye-bye. <laughs>